in which case it's a great delight to introduce um, you to the success briefings and welcome you to today's show. This is week four and we're calling it day two, even though here in the UK we had yesterday off and this is the first one of the shows in the week. So you're very welcome along to this week's uh, shows uh, every day, 8.15 um, UK time with me, Dr. Glenn Wallace and my co-host, and Georgia, uh, it happens. <laughs> good morning. Um, I'm Georgia Wallace. Nice to meet you. How are you? Did you have a good weekend? Yeah, not too bad. Thank you. It was actually quite nice to just relax and to um, go out as and when we were allowed um, yeah. and get some get some time. And I think actually, generally, most people seem to have felt similarly, unless they're directly impacted. Um, by the events at any bereavement or serious illness as a consequence. I think that most people seem to have had quite a content, happy weekend, catching up with people as and when they need to. Um, I think it was, yeah, I think it, it seemed to, it seemed mostly for everybody to go pretty well. What about your end? Yeah, it was interesting because uh, by the time we got to, because we had the Friday off as well, then the weekend, then Monday, um, because of the Easter break. And I have to say, by the time we got to the Thursday, I was really looking forward to a break, which was bizarre, but because actually the break itself wasn't radically different from what we do in the week. It's just obviously without the work, but you're in confinement and whatever. But I genuinely feel, we talked about gratitude on one of the earlier shows, there's something about the weather being so fantastic at the moment that I personally would say it certainly helped lift my spirits and made this much easier than it might otherwise have been, I think. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. And I think, although it's cooler, a lot cooler, surprisingly, yeah. than yeah. it was over the weekend, there's still a nice, it seems to be um, a nice, nice bit of weather. It's always nice to look outside and it's at least the sun is shining or there's enough, enough blue in the sky to lift your spirits a bit. Yeah, absolutely. Well, look, um, let's get on with today's show. And uh, it's, you know, it's similar format every day. I recognise that we'll have new people listening uh, each show which is fantastic because this only not only goes out live every morning at 8.15 but we then convert it into a success ID podcast and that seems to have been gathering lots of attention which is fantastic so uh, several hundred people have listened to those shows over the last three weeks which is fantastic. Um, why don't you just give people a, a bit of a rundown of sort of typically how the show kind of uh, lays out and, and I can share some stuff in, in terms of what we've got going on this week as well. Sure. So we typically have at the beginning, we have like listeners as leaders. So an example of in the community, how people have used any of the tips and tricks that we have that we've provided and um, and how they've used it in their day to day. And, and they report back to us, which is brilliant. And um, then we have the leadership. Well, so this essentially is is a resource or like a saying or a book, etc., where we deep dive into expertise in a particular topic area that we find interesting and we also think that you could also find interesting. Um, and today's one is the same. Every Tuesday we have a saying. Then we have um, food for thought. Um, so food for thought is kind of our key topic for the day, what we're going to explore. That leads us into kind of our coaching corner where you get this unique chance to be coached by Glenn or Dad um, in, in, in the topic that we discussed. So today is um, the theory of constraints. And then finally, we summarise with a kind of call to action where you can find us more um, across our social media platforms. Great. And, and I think the, um, the, the purpose really of this 
it's worth just reiterating that you know the success id brand itself and the things that we do with success id over every month is really just centrally um focused on trying to help those of us that are keen to lead ourselves and lead others as successfully as possible so that is the that's the purpose of this show which is you know we recognize that this is a really difficult challenging time for everyone ourselves included so we're going through some stuff as well as you know we don't want it to to, to make it look like we're all finding this incredibly easy we're really not but recognizing that it's a difficult challenging situation for people how can we help you get through that the best you can both for you and anyone else that you might lead now when we talk about leadership we're talking about that starting with maybe leading people at home you know you're all stuck in a maybe stuck in a small space with children how do you lead in that context how would you helping the community and leading in that context you know right the way through to perhaps leading a team at work um, or leading a whole business if you happen to run a business or you know, very senior so got a very clear purpose here which is to help you lead yourself and others successfully. So uh, let's get on with the show, which is uh, which would be really cool. Um, so uh, we're very keen to build um, the community here, and we have some regular listeners uh, of the show who come on and join us live. And I see Siobhan's joined us again today, so you're very welcome, Siobhan. Lovely to see you, and uh, I hope you continue to enjoy the the, the shows as we put them out. Um, but what we want to try and do also is share uh, changes that the show has prompted people to take in order to you know, be more successful in leading themselves and others. So um, today we've got an example from Nick. Now I mentioned Nick uh, two or three weeks ago. He contacted me on Instagram and said he was really concerned because he was very new to the workforce uh, and was, was concerned about being furloughed or actually being made redundant. And that was when we got in touch with a good mate of mine, Dave Cordell, and asked him to come and talk about managing your career and managing expectations and the concerns around that. It was a really good show last week, wasn't it? He's a lovely guy, isn't he, Dave? Yeah, very, very easy going, um, very useful, tangible tips that he gave. Um, and it sounds like Nick's taken that forward and, and done something with it, which is brilliant. Yeah, yeah, he did. He said he listened to it, although he didn't listen, couldn't listen live because he actually had a conversation. He was on a Zoom call himself for work. Uh, he listened to it afterwards and then actually shared that show with several of his friends who are a similar age group, similar kind of profile, um, and who wanted. He felt it would be they would find uh, that information useful. So, uh, if you find yourself in a similar situation, I, I would recommend replaying. Uh, the episode with Dave Cordell's work on it because uh, it seems to have been really helpful. Um, okay, uh, probably before we go very much further, I, I should just very quickly mention, because uh, I've forgotten to already, which is a great start to a new week, um, our sponsors. So uh, the show is sponsored by Integra Voice and Integra Voice is a, um, is a uh, software company that build coaching conversations using voice technology and that are data informed to help companies engage staff and customers in a fully individualized way. They're doing some really interesting work and we're very, very grateful that they are helping part sponsor this show in order that we can share this with as many people as possible. So if you want to find out more information about Integra Voice, www.integravoice.com. So that's the commercial piece out the way. So you talked about the well, George. Tell us a little bit about the well and kind of... Um, you know, the, the rhythm of the, the kind of elements that we've got and where we are today. 
Yeah, so I think we we have a pattern that we try to follow every week, um, and we can mix it up because we we like to mix things up. But <laughs> we are so mental. Um, but I think that one of the things that we try to do is each week we have um, uh, Mondays is a book, um, Tuesdays is a saying. We also have a film on a Friday. Yeah. Um, we also have various oh, other oh, different um, yeah. resources, podcasts, oh, yeah. exactly. Music is another one um, that we try to bring in every single week. Um, and it's just really for you to take away. And it's for us as well. Um, it's something that kind of stood out for us yeah. um, that we thought that is useful for us to take forward our motto almost, for, especially with the saying, our motto for the day um, and how we can apply that form of saying to our every day, the challenge that we're all facing at the moment mm. um, and see if we can get anything, any key takeaways from it. Um, and today is a saying. Yeah, it is. And it's a saying that I've um, loved, genuinely loved for, I would say, easily 10 years. It may be even more than that. And it's one of those quotes that often, if you ever watch any of those YouTube videos, which are a bit of a mashup and they're meant to be kind of motivational and very often they seem to have American footballers running around on a you know, training on a grid or people in a gym working really hard with that kind of powerful music in the background. Um, it, this part of this quote particularly is very often shared as part of that. And I, I'll read it to you. It's from Marianne um, Williamson, um, who's an author and a poet. She's also a political activist, which isn't my reason uh, at all for um, being interested in what she said, but uh, it's a very well-known part of the quote, and I'm not gonna read the whole part of the poem, but uh, this, is, this is it. Um, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It's our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. Um, that's always been quite moving for me because I felt that, um, not inadequate, but I love the idea of just what could we do as human beings? What is our potential? And I think what she's saying is that there's, you know, whilst it's easy to get trapped in the what aren't I very good at or what are my weaknesses actually that you know what could I do and you know where is where can I go what's the limit or the boundaries of my um, kind of possibility I guess and that's so enormous at least according to Marianne Williams and it is um, that that it, it could be that that frightens us more than you know what we're not very good at so I, I really like I find it quite liberating um, and uh, a very positive message I don't know if you, I know that's not as clearly it's not as familiar to you as it is to me, but when, you, when you've read it or heard it, anything that sort of strikes you? Yeah, I'm just thinking in the context of, um, I think in the times it was this weekend or um, over the last few days, there's, there's the, this speech or this particular saying that they're using about the tribal streak. And I think people may have entered into this particular, this particular challenge with a closed mind, um, thinking about how this could affect them negatively, how you know they could suffer as a consequence, and and I understand people obviously have um, just purely because of the the consequences of what this virus has done to us all. However, at this particular this particular newspaper said that actually we can thrive, um, and we do thrive in this this kind of setting of a smaller tribe. Um, where we're only communicating with a few people at any one time right. um, and that we are broadening our communities as and when we need to and that's how we as human beings psychologically work mm -hmm. and I think actually the I think it's to your point that is that actually if we do broaden that horizon and we give allow ourselves to thrive 
um, it's even in a setting like this, we can achieve pure greatness, um, but it's our, our own fear of that that holds us back. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? And, and certainly from my days as a sports psychologist, you know, we, lots of us quite fear, understand the idea of fear of failure, but actually there is a similar thing, which is fear of success. And, you know, what, you know, actually we layer on uh, doubt about, well, if I do this or I achieve this, then the stress that might come from achieving that and then exposing myself to the next level uh, is as, as, as great for some as is the anxiety of failing and, or not achieving. So I think it's a really interesting dynamic. I just love it. I, it's, um, if I was somebody that, that put inspirational quotes on, on my wall, which I'm not, but if I was, that would be one of them. I really, I really love it. <laughs> um, we'll put that up on the, uh, on the Facebook page so people can get, a, get a, a look at that again. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It's our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. So uh, that's Marianne Williamson. And uh, I think that's a nice way to pick off this week. Um, so Tuesdays uh, on the Success Briefing looks at productivity. And we try and either give you tips or tricks or approaches or advice um, or speakers. So we're hopefully going to have a speaker in next week to come and talk to you about some of these areas. Um, and... Uh, and also sort of tools for productivity. So we've covered a, a number of these off already. Um, what I wanted to just share with you today, and I want to link it to the coaching corner, which we haven't mentioned. So um, one of the things that I think makes the success briefings different from other shows is that at the end of each show, we actually get you to do some work. We actually get you to do some thinking about your day, about your situation, and start to actually do some, genuinely do some hard work on your situation and your challenge, the challenges that you face or the goals you want to achieve. So if this is new to you and you're joining us uh, for the first time, then you'll need to get yourself a pen and paper uh, just, just to start to work through some stuff. And I've linked the coaching corner questions to today's productivity topic, which we don't always do, but I have, have done that today. This is a theory that I was introduced to a long time ago, and I've got to be really honest, I haven't come back to it until really recently. Um, it's called the theory of constraint. Um, uh, and it, it is a productivity, to, well, it's a productivity idea or, and, and concept. Um, and the, the creator of it, uh, Goldstrat, um, created a, uh, what comes from a manufacturing background. So it's a kind of an engineering manufacturing kind of background and, and context. And the reason I wanted to share it today is it in itself forms the background and the foundation for something called Kanban, which I think a lot of you would recognize as a kind of total quality management process. And Kanban itself is the underlying principles for something called Trello. And Trello is a fantastic bit of software. So what I thought we would do is look at the theory of constraint this week and look at Kanban next week and then look at Trello and some of the tools the week after. So we kind of build these through and make a little bit of sense. So the theory of constraint suggests that any system where you can set a goal and then manage yourself towards that goal or manage the process towards achieving that goal is usually limited by one or two key constraints. Now the language here is, I'm using the language of the theory of constraints, but basically it's suggesting that there is an obstacle or two that are central to stopping you achieving the goal. And if you can organize everything around reducing that constraint, reducing or removing that obstacle, 
your throughput to achieving the goal becomes much more straightforward. You reduce the friction and you can achieve that goal um, in a more straightforward way. Does that, does that make sense? Uh, and, and again, I know that you, you use a lot of management theory in the work that you do, George, um, but does that make sense in terms of, so if you've got a goal and you've got friction, one or two sort of key obstacles, if you can remove the obstacles or at least re reduce the obstacles, that you reduce the friction between where you are and through to goals. That, that, have I explained that kind of clearly enough? Yeah, I think so. Because, I mean, in practice, you there will always be a constraint, uh, especially in some of the stuff that we work in. Money will be a constraint. Yeah. Resource will be a constraint. There'll always be that. Um, but then you have to make a project doable and manageable and tangible in order for a business to be a success. And yeah. so, yes, there is always that. And it's, it's catering for and almost prioritising, I think, the the assessing and the overcoming of those constraints that's probably the most important thing to begin with and that's really important i think it's it's identifying absolutely what it is and as you then said it's it's that you then marshal all your forces towards reducing that constraint and i'll come on to in a minute the sort of five steps that theory of constraint suggests we would use in order to reduce those as obstacles and you know and then be able to get to the goal much more quickly and much more frequently and much more consistently was the word I was looking for. Um, so great. Okay. Um, there are a couple of things that it suggests um, that it's, that it needs to be in place first. So sort of the, what we would, you and I might refer, refer to as hygiene factors need to be in place before we even start to remove the, the uh, obstacle or the constraint. So, um, you know, is safety, sorted have we nailed that a regulation sorted the legal the legal sides of things sorted so as a minimum those hygiene factors need to be in place first once that's done then it uses a kind of root cause analysis to work out what the constraint is so do you remember we talked before about the five whys so you know this is the situation why is that well it's it's this because da, 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 da. okay why is that well, it's like that because, okay, so why is that? And you keep digging in in a deeper and deeper way using the why. It's not my favourite framework, I've got to say, but it's a quick way of getting to root cause. You basically just keep asking why and your answer helps you get deeper and deeper. And ultimately, when you run out of answers, you've found the root cause. And that's similar, I think, to my understanding of how theory of constraint works, that you, you dig deeper and deeper and deeper. As, as you rightly said, all organisations have friction, all organisations have constraints, is trying to find what are the one or two constraints that are stopping you achieving the particular goal that you're trying to achieve. So you're trying to identify those quite clearly. Um, it suggests, you've already named several, it suggests there are at least three categories um, under which those constraints could fall. Equipment, uh, people, and then policies and processes. So those are typically where you might look to find those constraints. So I think that's really interesting as well. Uh, you can, it, even in the language, you can hear that it's a kind of manage, uh, it's a kind of engineering kind of, you know, software design-y kind of uh, background, can't you? Yeah, I, w I mean, we wouldn't use the word equipment, yeah. per se. Yeah. Um, I think that would be slightly, that's a slightly more manufacturing or, um, uh, yeah, as you said, engineering type yeah. of language um, that's used. And it makes sense in that setting, right? I think they're incredibly practical 
that very practically need have some some practical constraint. Um, the machinery is not right. The the formula is not right, etc. Um, I think ours tend to in the business in a business setting tend to be more like I said the resources and the and budget constraints. I think. Yeah, and I think that's that's great, and and that's a really good example of where you can make this your own. I I've even thought about how I might adapt this to my coaching approach so you know very um, you know it's re language i really really don't like but it's a much softer environment than engineering if you had said engineering you know manufacturing was hard then the kind of people side of stuff that i do might be considered soft really language that makes me i'm already sort mm -hmm. of you know, tutting and raising my eyebrows um, but it, but even in that context I, I could see where you could use this kind of methodology to help help somebody understand the key constraints I'll come back to, we know there are lots of constraints, but what are the core constraints stopping me or stopping somebody achieving their goals? So five steps, um, and just so I get them right, I'm actually gonna read these to make sure that I give you the right information. Um, the first is to identify, as you've suggested, the first stage is identifying the constraints of the system. Um, the second is deciding how to exploit those constraints. So how do you actually ensure that you're kind of um, able to manage those? The third, and you, you naturally pointed to this, I think, which is how do you subordinate everything else? So you reduce the impact of everything else in service of uh, those, these decisions around. So you do stop everything else until you've worked out the first two steps. So I think that's interesting in itself because I wonder whether many of us are so busy that we don't actually stop and fo really focus on you know, how to identify the constraints and then do something about them. So I think that's the, a, a really important uh, step. And then the fourth is how do you reduce the impacts of those constraints? So once you've found out what they are, how do you then alleviate those and make them sort of uh, disappear or at least reduce the impacts of them? And then the fifth step is a bit weird one, but it's basically uh, if you get stuck at four and you can't alleviate the steps, go back to step one and start again. <laughs> um, but So I think that's a bit of a cheaty step, really, if I'm being real. But I think what it's suggesting is don't let the analysis stop you moving forward. What it doesn't want is it doesn't want you just to continue to just get caught in an, anal an analytical phase. It's trying to keep the thing moving forward. Uh, which I think mm -hmm. is kind of interesting. So five clear steps then, well, at least four plus, I'm going to call it four plus mm -hmm. one, one step. Um, identify the constraint, decide how you're going to exploit the system's constraints, subordinate everything else to those first two steps, and then alleviate the system's constraints in order to help you get through. So quite clear. I think it's, again, classically sort of manage, uh, classically manufacturing and engineering kind of approach to things, very logical. Um, and got a nice clear system and I, I kind of guess would, would be helpful for anybody trying to be goal focused um, and think about what's the most what are the key obstacles to you achieving the goal and, and getting really clear on what the one or two core uh, obstacles are or constraints to use the language so I hope that's kind of helpful to give you a bit of a, a tip there may be something that people are not familiar with I think it's a, a nice easy to follow kind of logic um, to, to being more productive, which is today's topic. So what I thought we'd do is see if we can weave that in uh, to a coaching session. So if you've got a, um, your pen and paper ready, we always 
uh, finish the sessions with the coaching corner last week um the two guests that we had on led coaching corner which was really cool lovely to see other people do uh, sort of leading the, the coaching piece in fact richmond did didn't really do coaching in the sense that he actually walked us through some breathing exercises yeah which was which was really cool so um that was a, a nice activity to do and again this is where georgia and i are trying to be really practical for you we're trying to give you real advice that hopefully will make a difference to your day it doesn't mean you have to take it all we want you to be discerning and go yeah i really like that or perhaps the saying that we did earlier doesn't work or the book that we suggest doesn't work for you that's cool but what what book would work for you or what saying might be better for you to focus on um and so we want you to be you know show a bit of leadership and be discerning in that way so here are questions for you to think about today we do accept that you can't do all of your thinking just in this little four or five minute session but i want to give you the flavor of questions you might want to think about and also we'll post these pretty quickly up onto the facebook page um dr glenn p wallace coaching on facebook and uh, you can then work through them because they're they're in typed out form and you can spend a little bit more time thinking about them so just for now here's some uh, an opportunity for you to think about a situation or a goal that you want to uh, either resolve or achieve this week so question one what situation or goal do you want to resolve this week so we're just coming off in the uk we're just coming off a holiday write down just briefly in bullet point form what situation or goal do you want to resolve this week question number two why do you want either to change the situation or to achieve that goal why do you want to either change that situation or achieve that goal question number three what do you want that situation to be like at the end of the week what do you want that situation to be like at the end of the week question number four even at this early stage what do you see as the main constraint to changing the situation positively in relation to equipment people and process so even at this early stage of thinking what do you see as the main constraint to changing that situation positively in relation to equipment, people, and process. And as George has already suggested, you might want to swap out equipment and put something else in there if that's not relevant to your context. But what's your first guess, your best guess about the main constraints? And question five, what would you do to explore further what constraints are really in place to stop you changing that situation what would you do to get really clear on the constraints that are stopping you achieving that situation question six what first step would you take 
to change the situation from its current state towards what you want it to be? What first step would you take to change the situation from its current state towards what you want it to be? And finally, what else could you do to alleviate the constraint that might be preventing you achieving your goal? What else could you do to alleviate the constraint that might be preventing you achieving your goal? And that can be as many bullet points as you, as you want. Okay, so that's just a little flavor of Coaching Corner. And today I've tried to structure that around the kind of some of the theory of constraints uh, work that, that we did. So hopefully that will have got you a little bit of a taster really of that kind of methodology of goal achievement or changing a situation, identifying the key constraints. You'd need, when you have more time, to do much more work on the identifying the constraints piece. You might want to use that sort of the five whys methodology that we talked about before. Um, just to get really deep on that. But hopefully that will give you a little flavour and, and make it real, you know, make it something that you actually want to be achieving this week because, again, we're trying to help you do real stuff, real work, um, and get yourself involved on, on moving yourself forward. So, great. Uh, George, just wrap us up, if you would. So uh, what do we got for the rest of the week and, uh, and what, where, where can people find us and find out more information? Yeah, so I think, um, as, we, as we mentioned earlier, we've got some... We've got um, a guest, I think, tomorrow. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think uh, as far as, uh, my fingers are firmly crossed that we've got a very good mate of mine. You know very well as well, Dave Pilbeam, coming along to talk about um, management by objectives tomorrow. So uh, hopefully I've twisted his arm sufficiently um, and hopefully we'll have him on tomorrow. Brilliant. So we've got another guest coming tomorrow, which is fabulous because it's nice to mix up the dynamic um, of the two of us and have an additional person come in and share their thoughts yeah. and their professional, you know, subject matter expert um, expertise yes. um, with us all. So that's fabulous. Um, I think also then you can find any of the stuff that we've mentioned today on the Facebook site. That tends to be the place where all of that is posted. Those coaching questions are key for you for the rest of the week and they will continuously be put onto that Facebook page um, and more broadly um, you can also find us on Instagram and on um, on LinkedIn and Twitter as well but um, more the most the most information we put on is tends to be shared on Facebook yeah brilliant and I, I, can I just recommend as well that if you've not listened to uh, other uh, episodes of either the success briefing show this is uh, as, as we mentioned right at the beginning, this is week four for us. So we've been going um, since the sort of Monday of the lockdown week here in the UK. Um, but also there are over 50 episodes on the Success ID podcast where we look at a particular topic and have a guest come to talk to us about that particular topic in relation to leading yourself and others successfully. So I really recommend that because there's a lot of value and some fab fabulous episodes on there. I'd strongly recommend that. And you can listen to that on iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher. So until tomorrow, uh, from me, Dr. Glenn Wallace, I wish you a very successful day. Keep safe and healthy, and I look forward to catching up with you tomorrow. Thank you. And from me, George Wallace, equally, I hope you have a brilliant day and uh, looking forward to seeing you tomorrow morning again. Brilliant. Take care, everyone. And don't forget, share your Thank successes you. up on the Facebook page and we look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you.